Do you know what it will entice you to clean? If your house smells like a beach afterward and it doesn't smell like, you know, cleaning products. Well, enter Clorox. They can transform your space into a tropical getaway by upgrading your cleaning routine with coconut scented Clorox Sentiva. It smells like coconut. It cleans like Clorox and it feels like inspiration. With a refreshing scent that will leave your home clean and fresh, elevating any room into an oasis. Now you can express your style and get shiny clean, get Clorox Sentiva at a nearby retail store, also available in grapefruit or lavender scents. This is Ashley Iconetti from the Ben and Ashley I Almost Famous podcast. The state of Tennessee is one of the few places where the sounds are just as breathtaking as the sights. Whether that's live music at a historic music venue, the crack of an open fire at a campsite in the wilderness, or hearing kids laughing as they explore what's right around the bend, Tennessee just sounds perfect. Start planning your trip at tnvacation.com. Tennessee sounds perfect. Hey, it's Ben. And it's Ashley. And we want to let you know that choking is the fourth leading cause of accidental deaths. LifeVac is the easiest, safest, and only non-invasive choking rescue device that can save the life of your loved one. Visit LifeVac.net and enter promo code ALMOSTFAMOUS to save 20% and secure your home kit today. That's LifeVac.net and enter promo code ALMOSTFAMOUS. Want to know where all the spring savings are this year? Ross! You'll find huge deals on all of the latest spring trends. At Ross, you'll find name brands for 20 to 60% off department store prices. You're definitely finding your next favorite outfit at Ross. We're talking about savings on your favorite shirts and tops. I mean, every style for spring. There's something for the guys, too, with deals on brand name shirts. And you can get outside this spring with the savings on outdoor tableware. Seriously, just visit your nearest Ross and see for yourself. If you really love savings, head to Ross today. So, what are you waiting for? Say yes for less at Ross. Hi, everyone. This is Rachel Zoe with the Climbing in Heels podcast. We recently sat down with a few recipients of the Botox Cosmetic Onobotulinum Toxin A and I Fund Women grants at South by Southwest, thanks to Botox Cosmetic. Take a listen to our conversation. It's so good. What advice would you give to upcoming like female entrepreneurs or just already sort of established trying to survive still? I literally joke with my staff and and we always are saying, oh, you want to be an entrepreneur? You want to be broke all the time and working 24-7? Ooh. Yeah, but look at you. Yeah, right? But I'm here. So the advice that I give is... And I coined this, and I believe I said it on my TED Talk, that your passion follows you. You cannot follow your passion. So my advice is to let your passion follow you, get out of your own way, and never stop and never settle. This episode was brought to you by Botox Cosmetic. Learn more at BotoxCosmetic.com and talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, call 877 877- Three five one zero three zero zero, and follow the Climbing in Heels podcast on iHeartRadio, or subscribe where you listen to your podcast. This is the Ben and Ashley I Almost Famous podcast with iHeartRadio. We have gotten to talk to you so many times in the the last couple of weeks. It's been actually incredible. We've had a week where we did two episodes with a special episode. Then uh, this last weekend, we were able to celebrate with many of you on our virtual engagement party for Jessica Clark and myself, but mostly Jessica because she's awesome. And now we're back, breaking down another episode of Katie Thurston's season of The Bachelorette. Yes, it's hometowns, and we have the one and only Ashley Iconetti here to help us break it down. The one and only. That is me. Well, Ben, what did you do this weekend besides not going to Napa for your engagement party? Uh, I came back to Rhode Island after a good stint at my parents Mm -hmm. who babied me and took care of me and were my nursing team. I'm starting to feel a little bit better, but knock on wood, because guess what? Last time I said that, 
I threw up seven times in one day. So (laughs) knocking on lots of wood. um, I obviously don't do a lot of things these days. Today is maybe a big day, though, because Jared and I are going to find out the gender of our child. Whoa. I think sex is a more appropriate word there, but we're finding out the sex of our child today. And um, yeah, so we're just going to. Are you nervous? I think we're going to go to the beach and like sit on a rock <laughs> after a softball game and d- open an email from my doctor's office. <laughs> Are you nervous? Are you excited? like? What are the emotions around this? Oh my god, I'm so nervous. Okay. I'm honestly like so nervous. I I got the text a couple of days ago that we could find out, but Jared and I wanted to be like together and like have a moment. And I honestly was cool with postponing it a couple of days just because I'm so nervous. Just because I am like I I feel bad if it's a boy. He's gonna be like, Mom, you literally told the whole media that you wanted a girl, and then I'll be like, you know. But but then I had you and it didn't matter because everybody says that, like, legitimately, once the baby's in your arms, you don't care about anything like that. Um, but, you know, like, I'm just like always been such a girly girl and I've always just dreamed of having a daughter. So we'll see. I mean, obviously, I'll be happy either way. And we got a whole bunch of tests back and everything looks really good and healthy and normal. And that is truly the most important thing. So I'm going to be happy either way. By the time the boy is old enough to call you out on this, it ain't going to matter anymore. No, right? Exactly. It ain't going to matter. Well, this is a big day. Okay. I've always wondered, uh, because finding out the sex of of your child, it feels like such an important thing. It feels like such a big thing. I mean, it is a big thing. Yeah, but people do it in so many different ways. And I'm like, I think I would be sick to my stomach, not... Not for any reason like, hey, honestly, I'm scared to death I'm going to have eight like little daughters. And that makes me <laughs> like it, it keeps me up at night. It sounds like a nightmare because. Is that because you feel like you wouldn't be able to relate to daughters or because you'd be so worried about I'll daughters? I'd be so worried. Yeah. I'd be so worried. I'd be just I, I know it. And I know this is going to happen. And I know it's how my life is going to look. And I'm going to have stomach cramps. And you're definitely a girl dad. Indigestion forever. That's going to be brutal. But anyways, hey, huge weekend for you. So you asked what Jessica and I did. Uh, We were supposed to go to Napa. Jessica was so excited for it. She had picked out new outfits. She had told her friends and family. Um, They had sent her gifts for Napa. Like she wants to go to Napa so bad. We're going to take her to Napa. Like I don't feel that bad because like we're going to, I'm going to take her to Napa and we're going to have a great time. Uh, You just like go next weekend. Just like pick up and do it. Well, that's a little difficult when I'm not uh in denver for next two months uh wait what traveling it's tough it's tough well you're gonna be in denver but you mean for not an extended period of time yeah not for a weekend but anyways we uh we'll go to napa and this weekend when we found out that napa was canceled supposedly uh we said okay what are we gonna do with this weekend and we said we're gonna go and we're gonna have a great time together and so friday night after our virtual shower we went on a really nice date and we shared a bottle of wine we talked about life and we celebrate each other because we don't get to be together alone extremely often. And then Saturday, uh, met up for a run and we ran um, about six miles together up a mountain. So we did 700 feet of elevation without stopping. It was our goal. Six miles. Oh, wait, you went six miles uphill without stopping? Yes, we did, Ash. It was crazy. She ben, is... that is so beyond my comprehension. Must be beyond oh, mine, too. But she's Oh, my Jesus. goodness. And then we went with our friends on a hike. Uh, it's called Maxwell Falls, a really popular hike right, right outside of Denver. And then we went to Uchi, a sushi restaurant, uh, for dinner that night. Had an incredible time. And then yesterday, uh, she had a wedding shower for one of her closest friends. I played golf. And so it actually ended up being uh, really like nice. like a vacation-y weekend yeah, at home. It was awesome. So uh, that was a big deal. And then we tuned into uh, our, our the little pre-clip or pre-episode that we get of The Bachelorette. Watch that together. Jessica's all confused because she hasn't seen an episode all season. I'm trying to catch mm-hmm. her up. It's way too late in the game to do that, but we got to do that together. Life's good, Ashley. I'm very happy, and it was a weekend I needed just to be with my girl 
hanging out and celebrating. Oh, that's so, so sweet. Yeah. Okay, well, I'm glad you guys had that. I'm I'm still like flabbergasted at the fact that you're not going to have a weekend in Denver for two months and that you went uphill for six miles. Like, you don't understand. Like, I can't run. Like, before I was pregnant, I was I was in really good shape. Uh, I was doing those open fit classes mm-hmm. like four to five times a week. I was feeling really good, but I have never been a runner. Like I, I used to, my high school was crazy. I don't know if I ever told you this, but okay. So my high school, totally overachieving public school in Northern Virginia, Langley High School, shout out, love you. You did great for me. However, you had to run two and a half miles in 20 minutes in order to get an A two miles and a quarter to get a b and if you did just a 10 mi- a 10 minute mile you got a c like that's how crazy it was so i was always happy to get a b in running it wasn't like that consisted of your entire grade but that was like a portion like 20 25 of your grade how crazy is that that's super fast like that's an athlete status to get an a two and a half miles in 20 minutes what is that like average pace? Like nine? I think it's like seven thirty. Oh, well, that's pretty fast. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty fast. Okay, well, fine. Maybe it's not seven thirty because that would be fourteen. <laughs> okay, but yeah. I'm also bad at math. Anyway, <laughs> it's nine. Running has just been something that I've just always avoided, and the fact that you did six miles uphill. I mean, sorry, I'm going on and on about this. It's just really, it's really something. Good for you guys. Well, All Ashley, right. I'm well, always <laughs> here to to shock and surprise your world. And hey, it was a good. That was the whole point. Is we had a great weekend together, and it was something special. Well, Ashley, we're going to take a break here. We have a big episode to break down. Obviously, it's hometown week, and we get to meet Blake's family. Uh, Justin's family, as we now know, Justin's best friends doesn't show up, but (laughs) his best friends do come. And then we obviously have probably uh, the shockingly most talked about hometown, or at least uh, character of this episode will be Greg. We're going to bring in some support to talk about Greg, to break down everything that we're feeling, thinking, everything that we felt watching those scenes between Katie and Greg. There's a lot there, but we're going to take a break first, and we're going to come back with the breakdown of this week's Bachelorette. What keeps baby skin healthy? a diaper that doesn't leave skin wet. That's why Pampers Swaddlers absorbs wetness better versus the leading value brand and provides up to 100% leak-proof skin protection to help keep your baby's skin dry and healthy. We have been a Pampers family since the start with Dawson. It takes you a few months of experimentation to figure out what really works, and for us, Pampers really works. Pampers Swaddlers are dermatologists approved by the Skin Health Alliance. They're hypoallergenic, and they're free of parabens and latex. All that's so important. Try Swaddlers with the new Pampers Free and Gentle Wipes for healthy baby skin, For trusted protection, trust Pampers, the number one pediatrician recommended brand. There's nothing like having a clean space. I can't say that I have it a ton with a toddler, but when I do, it's magical. And I also love it when I can add a little bit of my own sort of favorite candle, favorite scent, favorite throw blanket, you know, just express your personal style while the space is perfectly clean. Well, that's where Clorox Sentiva comes in because Clorox have these clean scents that'll fit your vibe. With coconut, grapefruit, or lavender, you can discover your own signature scent. It's clean, so it's that trusted clean that you know that you get with Clorox, and it's captivating with scents that just can speak to you. With a powerful, clean, and refreshing scent, Clorox Sentiva cleans like Clorox and feels like confidence. Get yours now at a retail store near you. Want to know where all the spring savings are this year? Ross, you'll find huge deals on all the latest spring trends. At Ross, you'll find brand names for 20 to 60% off department store prices. You're definitely finding your next favorite outfit. We're talking about savings on your favorite shirts and tops, and I mean every style for spring. There's something for the guys, too, with deals on brand name shirts. And you can get outside this spring with savings on outdoor tableware. Seriously, 
Just visit your nearest Ross and see for yourself. If you really love savings, head to Ross today. So what are you waiting for? Say yes for less at Ross. Hey, it's Ben. And it's Ashley. And we want to let you know that choking is the fourth leading cause of accidental deaths. LifeVac is the easiest, safest, and only non-invasive choking rescue device that can save the life of your loved one. Visit LifeVac.net. And enter promo code almost famous to save 20% and secure your home kit today. That's lifevac.net and enter promo code almost famous. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about using your credit card? With 24 7 US based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So, the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service that you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Ben and I talk a little bit before we start each show, right? And I was like, Ben... I felt nothing the first 40 minutes of this episode. I said out loud to Jared, I go, something dramatic better happen in the second half of this episode or I am going to have nothing to say. These hometowns left me feeling very little. There was nothing monumental or point of conversation. First, we start out with Blake's. I liked Blake's mom. Um, That was the one that was my one takeaway. (laughs) Uh, Ben, you said that you had plenty to say. So let's start out with Blake's. How are you feeling? Well, I think I want to start this with asking a question right back to you, Ashley. Why did you feel nothing? Like, because there's obviously something about this that you were hoping for or expecting. And because it didn't reach your hopes and dreams, you felt nothing. Why is it that you felt nothing? There was just nothing like there was just nothing revealing. Like we didn't learn anything extra about these guys seeing them around their families. And I don't even think it has to do with like going to the actual hometown because we've already had two seasons where they like mimic the hometown. And I felt way more from those families. And I felt like more connected to the contestants through watching them with their families. And maybe I got that a little bit with Greg when they were talking about his dad and the fact that he had had not been this happy in so long. Um, And, you know, showing the picture of the dad and like the nieces and nephews on the TV. Like I felt like, okay, wow, this guy like has an amazing family support system around him. He really is as close to his family as he's said that he is. Um. With Justin, I think it was weird that he didn't clarify to Katie why his parents didn't go. Because from what we saw, it seemed as if um, Justin's parents just weren't really condoning him being part of this process. He, It seemed like they weren't in support of him getting engaged after such a little amount of time. And they didn't really want to progress that. And then with Blake's family, it was fine. It was nice. It was okay. But like, I also didn't feel like I got, I didn't like, it wasn't like an an added layer was put on top of Blake because of his family. Well, and I think that points to something. It points to my, to what I was feeling was, you know, Blake, I think does feel something for Katie. I think this has been shockingly um, more uh, real than he expected it to be. Even showing up late. Like, I think he's really into this. And now we're watching this kind of unfold at hometowns where things get serious. You're bringing your family into this. And and his family was almost pushing him to take a step. Like they were saying, do you really want to see this girl go? So I wonder, you know, how much they knew about Blake's crush on Katie or feelings for Katie before he even left. I think they're excited about it. I I was surprised based on being around this a few times how much Blake's family pushed him to say, say how you're feeling or this is going to be done and almost saying Blake, like we don't want to see this not work out for you. Like I was the sense I was getting. Okay. I can get that. I also feel like with Blake, he is very matter of fact, right? Like he's not, doesn't 
come across as a very emotional guy. We've talked about how, like, I don't sense, like, romanticism from him. So it's like everything he says seems like it's coming from, like, a state of fact instead of, like, a state of emotion. And I, I feel like that's probably why he even didn't say anything at the end, even though he was preparing himself to say something. I feel like he can't, like, get lost in the moment a lot. I'm totally overanalyzing the dude as well. But, okay, so then we flash forward, and this is all coming off, to anybody out there listening, this is all coming off Ashley's statement way before we started this, saying, hey, this is going to be a tough podcast, because I, I honestly felt very little at the beginning of this podcast. And so the hope of this conversation is to pull out and anything good that we can take away from because obviously with the end of the podcast we're hoping something good comes from these first hometown dates well justin's parents don't show up uh and i what i think it does is it takes away from the show i don't necessarily disagree with their decision i do wish they would have been there in support of justin and told him this to his face like maybe hey we're gonna show up we're gonna took look at our son in the eyes and say we're not gonna want to meet katie or if we meet katie uh, we're going to make it very clear to both of you that we aren't in support of you getting engaged. I yeah. thought sitting in from a distance over the phone, knowing that their son is going through one of the most traumatic experiences of his life, especially if he's there towards the end and saying, sorry, man, we're just not going to be there. Like, I felt like that was hard to swallow. I didn't love mm-hmm. that decision, quite honestly. Yeah, that was sad. We really haven't seen that, but we've no. seen that before with siblings, but not with parents. It's just a parent, I believe, like, it's just nice to see them face to face. Like, you miss them after a while. And and so it would have been nice if they would have told him that in person. Mm-hmm. Uh, and who knows why that didn't happen. But I also feel like it takes away from the show a bit. Because as a result, Justin's hometown is not really... I mean, I, I'm with you. Like, it didn't have a lot of emotional layer to it. His friends were kind of being friends. And they were talking uh, to Katie... They were. I feel like they were almost censoring themselves and just trying to be there because they knew Justin needed somebody around him during this really traumatic time. But it it, it fell short for me. I didn't learn a lot about Justin during this whole date. Uh, it just felt like it didn't need. It, it, I'm just not feeling like this is a couple that's going to last to the yeah. end. I I I don't think there's a shot because the the chemistry has not been seen yet, especially Mm -mm. on this date. Mm -mm. Yeah, totally. And another thing worth mentioning is that Katie tells all three, I believe, families that she's not saying I love you to anyone because she doesn't think it would be right if she did that while other guys were still in the mix. And I actually really like that. I totally respect that. I think that's a cool decision. And I think it's a decision that the guys would prefer, right? And then... And then we get into the Greg sitch. And but before we get there, is there anything else that that you think is worth mentioning? No, I think you're right, Ashley, uh, in the sense of, hey, these first two home downs felt like there needed to be more that happened. Uh, I do think that the Blake situation feels still even um, as I watch Blake and his family with uh, together. I do feel like there's something very like deep in that relationship, but I will, I will say this when it comes to Justin's time on the show, I think, you know, I think that was the moment where I realized, yeah, this isn't going to work. Anyways, we can fast forward to Greg and you can take it away because I know you have a lot of strong feelings about this and we are going to bring in somebody that we know well to help us with this. Ashley, who are we talking with today? We are bringing in Dr. Hillary Golsher who has been on our podcast a lot to talk about emotional and sensitive subjects that come up on The Bachelor. We got her on today, last minute, because I was watching the episode and I was like, this is gaslighting to the extreme, right? Am I misinterpreting something? Did I not watch carefully enough? Am I missing it? Um, Because I think this guy is totally making up these issues out of thin air. And he's making a huge deal. And... He's he's making some of these issues are something that you just can't come back from. I just think he was twisting everything back onto Katie because and my theory is that he just didn't he didn't want to be there anymore. And like he didn't have strong enough feelings. And this was his way of making him not seem like the bad guy, but her seeming like the person that just couldn't commit enough. 
So, Ashley, for anybody out there like myself who uh, always needs clarity, what is gaslighting? All right, I'm going to pull up like a real definition of gaslighting. So it says, gaslighting is a word for a specific type of manipulation where the manipulator is successful in having the target question their own reality, their own memory or perceptions. So basically... Greg in this situation would make Katie feel like she did something that really messed with their relationship when I, I don't think she did. So let's let's get to the crux of the situation. Two weeks ago or whatever, Greg said, I'm falling in love with you with Katie. She didn't say that back. I don't know if he was at all referring to that moment, but like the big moment that he refers to in this argument is when after he meet, she meets the family, she she sits down with Greg. He says, you filled a hole in my heart that has been empty, you know, basically since my father passed away. And I've truly never been, I don't remember the last time I was this happy. And he's very emotional. He's crying. And then he claims that she did not give enough emotion or comfort in that moment back to him and then all of a sudden he starts to think that she's not reciprocating the feelings like she used to with him so she, he's immediately thinking her feelings for must be stronger for somebody else and at that night so so like there at the hometown when you know before she gets into the car and all that I'm thinking, okay, he's freaking out. It's like, I understand. He really just wants her to say, I'm falling in love with you too. And you make me as happy and you fill holes in my heart and all that stuff. I understand. I understood him more in that moment where like he just wanted to hear something that was like more confirming that it was going to be him in the end. I was kind of like a Sean Booth moment. Can you kind of describe what I mean by that? Because I feel like Sean kind of like was always freaking out. And then he and he was like always just wanting confirmation that it was him. Well, I think in, you see it a few times in the show, too, is you start to lose control a little bit. Uh, you think every, you know, you probably in your head start getting overly confident. You start thinking that you're the one that's going to be chosen uh, you get really excited about that. Maybe hopefully you're getting excited about that. And then the show does a really good job every time at kind of seeing through that and bringing that confidence down and making you question where exactly you stand mm -hmm. with the lead. Yeah. I was like, dude, don't you see that you're on a show right now she can't say it back to you and it, it was frustrating to me that it seemed like he wasn't getting that and then if we can translate it to real life like take the show away right it happens like these scenarios right now some people handled them better than others i'm not saying that like what greg did was right or anything like that but what i'm saying is you know, you start to date somebody or you start to get overly confident in a relationship and maybe a breakup happens uh, and maybe something happens in your life that you feel like you're losing control. And some people go with because of their insecurity, probably, and because of the lack of grasp that they have on a situation, they start to say things and do things to make to justify their actions or their reason for being hurt. And as a result, that's a slippery slope uh, and it can end really poorly. And I think that's what we're seeing here. There's some justification being done because Greg's like, oh, I've got this in the bag. This is all done. Katie and I are going to be together. She's going to be loving on me. She's going to be so happy that she hears me say that she's the one for me. And when she doesn't, he goes, uh oh, okay, well, this is why I'm hurt, Katie. This is what you should have done. This is where it went wrong. And it just gets messy and it gets ugly and it gets really hard for the party having to hear it. So, yeah, at first was like, OK, he's freaking out. He wants confirmation. And then he goes to her room and everything is crazy. He legit it legit says, because you didn't confirm your feelings and you were like not as emotional as I wanted you to be in that moment, it's done. 
Like, I can never see you the same way again. And his tone, I don't know. He's still, like, accusatory. It was the weirdest thing. And this is what I want to get in with Dr. Kolscher. So we'll get her on the line. Hello. Hello. Thank you so much for being here. So did you get a chance to watch the last 30 minutes of the episode, which I just found quite mind-boggling i was i felt like i was being gaslit i was like wait a second okay i think she's being gaslit right now but what if what if am what's going am i misinterpreting like i kept i was like blaming myself for a minute what happened i I was sort of like we need to take a step back and think about what is gaslighting so we can we can make a conclusion as to whether or not we think that's happening like gaslighting is the sort of notion of people using kind of psychological warfare manipulation to make someone kind of question their own experience or their own sort of sanity. And do you think that's was a version of what was happening? Uh, I think I think so. <laughs> yes. I mean, I feel like he took like a little issue and he totally blew it up to the point where like there was no return. Where I think in a sane relationship, it would have been like, okay, let's say that you didn't respond the way I expected you to and kind of move on forward. Well, I mean, it's sort of like as I was thinking about it, I mean, there seems like two potential explanations. One could be a sort of fragile ego state of Mm -hmm. Greg, right? Which wouldn't really fall into the category of gaslighting per se, but rather not being able to handle the emotional heavy lifting that's sort of required to remain in that environment. But if you get that far and you claim to love this person so much to the point that like they filled a hole in your heart, you're going to give up on it that fast, especially when she still can continue to say confirming things like he said it wasn't enough or he didn't like the way it was worded. But she said, you're my number one. And I was giving you I'm giving you a rose this week. So she was saying what she could, like, not legally, but like, you know, per the norms of Bachelorette language. It seems like the possibilities is that he literally was unable to dwell in the uncertainty, that it Mm -hmm. felt too insecure, Mm -hmm. too vulnerable, um, too difficult to sort of manage and Mm -hmm. navigate. And or if we explore the gaslighting possibility, if there was a part of him that wasn't feeling the same way about her, sort of turning around the situation as a way to be the uh, more sympathetic character and a way to sort of escape the situation without blame. Is that sort of where your gaslighting hypothesis came in? Yes, yes. And then I'm also kind of like thinking, I mean, this is like a whole, this is like my theory now. Okay, so a couple months ago, we saw that Katie liked a tweet from Greg, that, that was referring to Greg about him being an actor and like he, and then we found out that he had taken acting classes or whatnot. And then I, and now watching this makes me feel like the guy must've never had strong feelings. And the entire time he planned this gaslighting sort of situation to flip their relationship ending on her and not him and like it was all planned. <laughs> so maybe that's a little bit more of a conspiracy theory, but <laughs> that, that does sound pretty involved. <laughs> uh, Dr. Gulsher, like when I lose control, it's something I've had to work on in my life. I do like react poorly oftentimes. When I start to feel like things are slipping out of the plan that I had in place, or if I feel like, hey, I'm leading a project at work and now that project is being ripped from me because somebody's a little more outspoken coming up from, you know, a different angle. And now I have to take a step back. And as a result, like I react poorly in those situations. I'm, I'm working on that now in life. And it's always good to get your opinions on this. And in a situation like we see Greg in where he's losing control, uh, the environment is heavier and more confusing uh, for him than really what he can handle. How do we in life, because we've all been in those situations, how do we handle those situations well? And what are the tools and the steps that we can take to process this and and not end up allowing it to harm ourselves and others? Yeah, yeah, that really is the bottom line question, isn't it? I mean, I, the environment in which Greg finds himself doesn't allow for personal reflection and not pause. At all. 
right? And, right. and I think that, that's part part of the potential problem here. But outside of that environment, a key to the question you just asked is being able to pause and to reflect and to allow the feelings that you're having, whatever, uh, however uncomfortable they are, however insecure, however vulnerable, however dark to surface, you know, what we suppress shows up as symptoms, shows up as symptoms. If we don't deal with dark thoughts, dark feelings, dark emotions that we're having, it shows up some other way, whether it comes out, you know, with uh, physical symptoms like stomach aches and uh, body shakes, or it comes out through irritability or difficulty sleeping, or it comes out through depression or anxiety, it comes out. So as to not have it come out in a way that we haven't um, chosen and in ways that can be harmful and hurtful to others, we have to pause and we have to allow ourselves to have those difficult, deep conversations about what we're feeling, whether it's with loved ones or a, a, a professional to sort of deal with the feelings that are, are underneath so our behaviors aren't just coming from that hurt place. Do you feel like this is a normal reaction to someone's ego being bruised? You know, I mean, my answer actually is potentially, I'm not saying it's, it's the, the most advisable one or one that is, um, uh, is easy to watch, but I, I do think this can happen. First of all, we have someone in Greg dealing with a pretty, the backdrop of a pretty intense emotional trauma, mm-hmm. uh, given that his father passed away. I'm not sure of the timing, but I know like that's two years true. Ago. Yeah. And, and so when we have trauma in our life and certainly that falls in that category, old, uh, ineffective coping mechanisms can come back and be much more difficult to control. And so given that truth, and given that it's not uncommon for hurt people to hurt other people, it's possible. Uh, and I have no, no idea if it applies, but it's possible that if he was feeling not chosen, feeling that hurt, that vulnerable, that exposed to somehow sort of uh, look at the situation as him not being chosen, it's not entirely impossible to imagine that someone might react by rejecting the other before they get rejected. It is a super uh, complex situation. And this isn't, though, and, and you mentioned, like, this isn't super uncommon. This isn't like we're watching something on television right now that we've never seen before and that none of us have an example. This is happening all around us. And so to close out here before we let you go, if we see behavior that is not helpful, it is toxic, it is hurtful happening uh, in our friends' relationships, and our own relationships, what advice do you have for us to be able to help? Yeah, I mean, to kind of take it from both perspectives, if you see someone doing the hurting, you know, to be able to approach someone uh, in a firm, direct, but empathetic manner, are are you hurting? You must be hurting because I, I, I see you're hurting others. And I love you enough to call it out. I love you enough to say it out loud. And I love you enough to offer my friendship, my my love to to help you find your way out of this. Because I think we often forget that in our sphere, we may have someone we see doing the hurting. And then if we are around someone who's being hurt to be able in that same way to be very direct, I I see you're being hurt. I see you're being treated in a way that hurts my heart. I see that something in your life, in this relationship is not sort of holding you up as the person that you are. What can I do to help you? Can I be an ear to listen to you? What resources can we put together to think this through? We don't want to alienate someone by saying, this person isn't treating you well, you need to leave. I won't stand for it another minute because maybe we we lose access to them because it can often be a journey out of toxic dynamics. So we want to be open, compassionate, and you know, a soft place for them to fall. Kind of going off of that, just I'm sorry, just one more. Um is this like a relationship we should even be rooting for anymore? Like, because he insists that he's in love with her, but it just didn't seem like an action that would have come out of love, true love. In terms of rooting, I, I guess I would say this. What what we didn't see and what you would hope to see in a relationship that feels like it could be stable and supportive and loving in the long run is an ability to have an effective, productive conversation about what was happening. There was a lot of talking around each other instead of either one of them being able to say like, hey, I'm feeling super hurt. I'm feeling super vulnerable. I find myself shutting down. I find myself feeling confused. What's happening here? 
can we get back to the love and the connection that we have and find our way out of this? Instead of they were sort of rehashing um, uh, details and narratives rather than really being able to get to the heart of the issue. And it's something that you want to see for couples um, long term, being able to uh, uh, not just talk around things, but being able to tackle really deep, dark, difficult emotions. And, and that really seemed to be lacking on, on both of their parts in, in this scenario. We always appreciate your time. Thank you for coming on. Um, thank you for sharing this with us. Uh, it's always healthy. It's always helpful. And we appreciate you, Dr. Hillary Goldcher. Thank, thank you so much. Thank you so My much. Pleasure. Good to see you guys. Bye. Bye. So, Ben, going off of that, um, after seeing what we saw and after seeing the scenes from the next episode, I'm feeling like they, like she's not going to pick anyone. And... I feel like she may go after Greg and then I don't think she's going to end up being with Greg currently. I would agree with you. I don't know about the Greg piece of this. I don't, there's so much that has to happen in one episode for this to work in like a fairy tale love story ending. Like just so, and I just don't see how that could be one more episode. All of this happens in one episode and all of a sudden we're rooting for them. Like it just is hard for me to understand that right now, I think it's either my, my, if I was a betting man, which at times in my life I am, uh, I would say that she's not with anybody. And this ended tragically just kind of disappointing for her. And that some of the men that she was closest with and had the most potential with, uh, either left or just, it didn't work out for them. And I think she ends this asking why and, Wondering, what do I do now? If I'm going to flip this a little bit into towards a positive direction, possibly she tells Justin and Blake that she's done with the process. She, you know, she planned on picking Greg and that's not how it went. And then perhaps she rekindles things with Blake in real life. Holy moly, Ashley. And they just like date for a while. I don't know. She definitely doesn't get engaged. There's been no teasers yeah. of a ring or like a no. dress and like the step out of the car or anything like that. I don't even think she makes it to the, uh, I don't even think there's a, like a, a a ceremony thing at the end. Like I don't even yeah, think no. there's a, a last rose given. No. I think it just ends. And But we haven't seen that um, in a while. Not ever, really. Have we, I mean, when was the last time we saw I mean, somebody walk away? Isn't it? Brad Walmack was just the yeah. last one who just didn't pick anyone. Yeah, it's just interesting. Well, uh, it's not how I expected this uh, season to end, especially with how great these contestants seemed at the beginning and how great Katie was doing throughout. Um, but it also makes sense on how these stories have progressed, where they've kind of ended in this place of limbo and confusion and pain. And it's going to be a really odd way for this season to end if that's how it ends. Well, we'll be back next week breaking down the finale of Katie Thurston's season of The Bachelorette. Uh, I promise we're going to be here talking about it. And before then, we got some headlines to go through right after this break. What keeps baby skin healthy? A diaper that doesn't leave skin wet. That's why Pampers Swaddlers absorbs wetness better versus the leading value brand and provides up to 100% leak-proof skin protection to help keep your baby's skin dry and healthy. We have been a Pampers family since the start with Dawson. It takes you a few months of experimentation to figure out what really works, and for us, Pampers really works. Pampers Swaddlers are dermatologists approved by the Skin Health Alliance. They're hypoallergenic, and they're free of parabens and latex. All that, so important. Try Swaddlers with the new Pampers Free and Gentle Wipes for healthy baby skin, for trusted protection, trust Pampers, the number one pediatrician recommended brand. There's nothing like having a clean space. I can't say that I have it a ton with a toddler, but when I do, it's magical. And I also love it when I can add a little bit of my own sort of favorite candle, favorite scent, favorite throw blanket, you know, just express your personal style while the space is perfectly clean. Well, that's where Clorox Sentiva comes in because Clorox have these 
clean scents that'll fit your vibe. With coconut, grapefruit, or lavender, you can discover your own signature scent. It's clean, so it's that trusted clean that you know that you get with Clorox, and it's captivating with scents that's just speak to you with a powerful clean and refreshing scent clorox sentiva cleans like clorox and feels like confidence get yours now at a retail store near you want to know where all the spring savings are this year ross you'll find huge deals on all the latest spring trends at ross you'll find brand names for 20 to 60 percent off department store prices you're definitely finding your next favorite outfit We're talking about savings on your favorite shirts and tops. And I mean, every style for spring. There's something for the guys, too, with deals on brand name shirts. And you can get outside this spring with savings on outdoor tableware. Seriously, just visit your nearest Ross and see for yourself. If you really love savings, head to Ross today. So what are you waiting for? Say yes for less at Ross. Hey, it's Ben. And it's Ashley, and we want to let you know that choking is the fourth leading cause of accidental deaths. LifeVac is the easiest, safest, and only non-invasive choking rescue device that can save the life of your loved one. Visit LifeVac.net and enter promo code ALMOSTFAMOUS to save 20% and secure your home kit today. That's LifeVac.net and enter promo code ALMOSTFAMOUS. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about using your credit card? With 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So the next time you have a question about your credit card, call. 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service that you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. It's time for one of our favorite segments, especially when the episode doesn't live up to our hopes and dreams. It's Bachelor Headlines. Well, Ashley, are you ready? Are you educated? Take it away. The first headline is this. Katie Thurston reveals the bachelorette advice she gave Michelle Young. The quote is, just be open. She is starting her season this week, I believe. Michelle's taping starts this week. So Katie said, I've spoken to her as much as I can because I know it's any day now that they're going to take her phone away. I think the biggest advice I've given to her is just be open. Don't close yourself off too early. I think guys could surprise you um, weeks later when you don't expect it. And then there's one guy that Katie actually singled out from her season that she thinks would be a great match for Michelle. She says it's IT consultant Josh. She thinks that Josh would be a good match for Michelle um, because they have similar personalities. He's such a sweetheart. And I think, she says, this that he is what she's looking for, somebody who's just so kind-hearted. And that's something that Josh really offers. Well, that's interesting. Why would she be going on and on about this Josh guy? Is he going to pull a Blake? It is a possibility. Now, the difference between Josh and Blake is this. I don't even know who she's talking about. I have to look this guy up. Uh, at least Blake, I kind of knew the name of. Do you remember a Josh? Yes. Yes, yes, I do. I remember his face now. But uh, I don't think he played a very large role. I think he barely spoke. I'm looking him up now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is who I thought uh, it was. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. That makes sense. I mean, it, hey. Uh, I would be awesome if Katie Thurston could uh, set up her friend uh, Michelle uh, with this guy because he looks like a nice guy. Seems like a nice guy. Yeah. Um, just be open, she says. Well, next uh, headline of the week. This is one that I heart sent over during the week uh, weekend, and they said, "Wow, big story." Bachelor yeah, in our chat. Yeah, Bachelorette Katie Thurston reveals she accidentally used toy cleaner instead of lube. This, according to us. You guys, ow, how uncomfortable. And I don't mean in a cringy way. I mean like an actual, like physically perhaps painful way. She said, I woke up this morning and realized I used toy cleaner, like sex toy cleaner, instead of lube last night. Um, And then one fan said to look on the bright side. uh, And she said, it says non-irritating. So 
that should be okay. And she said that's the first thing that she checked once she realized. And she was like, okay, at least it's not irritating. So I guess the fact that Katie didn't realize until the morning after really does mean that it was non-irritating. <laughs> but for some reason, this headline makes me feel like she ends up with Blake because this just sounds like something Blake would be okay with her sharing with the world. <laughs> Ah, I mean, I, I'm still going with the, I don't think she ends up with anybody. That's just my opinion, but. Well, you know what? Yeah, that's, that's my opinion too now, but at the same time, this just, uh, I don't know. This sounds a little Blake-like. Blake written all over. Okay. So Ashley, the headline reads this, Katie Thurston and Bachelor at season 17 cast reveal their top choices for next Bachelor. This is according to us. Backstage at Men Tell All, it seems like Katie and a lot of the contestants aren't ready to campaign for a lead for season 26 of The Bachelor. But of course, the name that has been thrown around the most has been Michael A. He said in his own interview, I just got my heart broken like 20 minutes ago. I'm really not thinking about anything like that. They would have to change a lot. Like, it's not the same season with me. So, one, it's not um, it's not been offered. And two, there haven't been any conversations. And three, I see a lot of risks and issues that do not or that are not of interest to me. And I'm not easily flattered either. So the main thing is this. Um, if I did this, I do. Do I think it would be possible to pursue that kind of love again? I don't know. Andrew was also a popular pick amongst like the names that were thrown out there, of course. Um, I am pretty sure Michael is alluding to the fact that he would not do the entire season without his son being involved. It makes sense. I mean, the guy's already shown the lengths he'll go to continue to be an involved father which meant him leaving the show this season. So uh, my pick goes to Michael and Andrew also. My vote doesn't really matter. I'm not a part of the commission board. Um, But also, Katie Thurston shares her opinion on which of her Bachelorette contestants will rule in Bachelor in Paradise. It may shock you. This according to Us Weekly. She says she's torn between Connor and Aaron. She says, Connor's such a sweetheart. He's such a lover. But Aaron was like built for paradise. And I know what she means by that. He's so dramatic. <laughs> so we'll see. But both of them will be down there. It will be interesting to watch as we get closer. Well, final Bachelor in Paradise uh, headline of this week is Bachelor in Paradise shares first look at David Spade and more celeb guest hosts headed to the beach. This according to E. Basically, it's just that the photos were posted and this year there are photos of the guest host as if they were contestants. You know what I mean? Like that beach in the background, palm tree in the background photo of we got little John, mm-hmm. uh, Titus, Lance and David Spade all there ready to conduct the show. It's uh, it's going to be interesting. And Ashley, I know you're excited about it airing. Ashley, after talking with a couple people now who have been down to Paradise and having a little more idea of what Paradise look for, are you getting excited about this? Are you nervous that it's going to be a letdown? Um, I am like, I don't really get excited until like the moment comes and like I'm I'm watching it. So I'm sure that in what is it two weeks when it comes on, I'll be I'll be enthralled. Yeah. Okay. Well, last couple headlines of the day. Bachelor host Chris Harrison has no regrets over exit. His quote is, I wish everybody the best. This is one of the first times we've heard from Chris since his exit from the show. Mm -hmm. It was his 50th birthday last week. Um, Happy birthday to Chris. He looks great for his age. 50 so young still. Um, He says... I will say it's been kind of nice to have after 19 years, my Monday's back, including last night. I got to celebrate my birthday thanks to this beautiful woman, his girlfriend, Lauren Zima. And I was with my family and friends and it was absolutely awesome. So that's nice to hear. He and Lauren are going on three years together. That's a lot. That is a lot. And it's really sweet. Um, They look like they're very, very happy. Well, final two headlines of... The week is Tasha Adams and Zach Clark renew their wishes on one year anniversary. 
This was so cute. Over the weekend, they celebrated one year of knowing each other. And if you guys remember, they threw coins into a fountain when they first met on her first night of being the Bachelorette. And when they did make that wish a year ago, they said they did so with the promise to tell one day each other what was what the wish was. Um, so the the quote, the caption says, at approximately this time, 365 days ago, I met you. It's been a wild ride so far with our lives going a million miles an hour. But how lucky are we to have had an amazing week together at the place where it all started. So they went down to, oh my gosh, what was it? La Quinta um, together for the week. And she continues to say, and we were able to renew our wishes one year later. Wild. Happy to have you by my side, Clarky. One, four, three. And then Zach said, I hope your wish came true. And I hope you take a minute to breathe and appreciate all you have done in the past 365 days since we met. You have done more in a year than most people do in a lifetime, like winning an MTV movie award. And most importantly, tons of other sh- the public does not get to see, which includes showing up for the people you love, including me. Thank you. So I would think, I think just not going to tell us what they wish for. At that fountain mm-hmm. a year ago? Are Is that going to be a secret between the two of them? Yeah. Yeah. It's a lot. Well, uh, really sweet and really excited to see them celebrate. Well, so final cute. headline is a celebration of a former um, Bachelorette contestant, uh, Bachelor in Paradise contestant, somebody that was on uh, Shared a Season uh, with me and uh, just a, one of the nicest men in the world. Um, Bachelorette's Ben Zorn marries his girlfriend, Stacy, or I guess fiance, Stacy, nearly two years after their engagement. Yeah. So Ben said, Stacy and I are so ecstatic to finally have our wedding after delaying it a year and having our baby boy, Logan. We looked forward to it for so long. Everything was perfect. And we were surrounded by friends and family from all chapters of our life. In one of our favorite parts of California, it took part, it took place at um, the Triple S Ranch in Napa and Bachelor Nation's Derek Paith and Matt Donald were present. That's interesting. How did he and Matt Donald become friends? Who knows? But they were and they were there to support. And that's something awesome. Congratulations to Stacey and Ben on their recent nuptials. Hey, uh, that's it for today. It was great talk with you all. It was great breaking down the hometowns. Ashley, I'm glad uh, that you're here uh, to speak with us. Have a great night. We cannot wait, I tell you this, to find out what you all find out tonight about the, the sex of your new baby. Well, with that, I've been Ben. I've been Ashley. Bye, guys. Thanks, Ben. Follow the Ben and Ashley I Almost Famous podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. Hey, it's Ben. And it's Ashley, and we want to let you know that choking is the fourth leading cause of accidental deaths. LifeVac is the easiest, safest, and only non-invasive choking rescue device that can save the life of your loved one. Visit LifeVac.net and enter promo code ALMOSTFAMOUS to save 20% and secure your home kit today. That's LifeVac.net and enter promo code ALMOSTFAMOUS. Want to know where all the spring savings are this year? Ross. You'll find huge deals on all of the latest spring trends. At Ross, you'll find name brands for 20 to 60% off department store prices. You're definitely finding your next favorite outfit at Ross. We're talking about savings on your favorite shirts and tops. I mean, every style for spring. There's something for the guys, too, with deals on brand name shirts. And you can get outside this spring with the savings on outdoor tableware. Seriously, just visit your nearest Ross and see for yourself. If you really love savings, head to Ross today. So what are you waiting for? Say yes for less at Ross. Ashley, is it true that some contestants have cashed in their 401k to afford a new wardrobe for The Bachelor? I mean, you do need a lot of ball gowns when you think about it, Ben. Where did you hear this? On Smart Money Happy Hour. It's a podcast where two money experts, Rachel Cruz and George Camel, 
talk totally unfiltered about life, pop culture, and how to afford it all with 90s nostalgia and reality TV fandom mixed in, of course. Ooh, you do not have to say more to get me into this. To check it out, you can search Smart Money Happy Hour and listen wherever you get your podcasts. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. 